Good afternoon and welcome to the Emerging Tech Series on the Leadership and Insurance Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Savage. This is the podcast where we bring together technologists from the world of InsureTech to generate insights around the rapidly evolving innovation across the landscape. The insurance industry is in the midst of tech transformation from the lakes of cyber, IoT, AI to connected insurance. And we want to discuss and showcase these exciting movements we're seeing in the space. I'm very lucky to be joined today by Chief Technology Officer and Distinguished Startup Advisor, Alex from Tony Digital, a startup that enables brands to launch their own white label insurance programs across PNC insurance lines. Alex, welcome. How are you? Hi. Hi, Gavin. Uh, great pleasure to be here on this podcast. Great honor. Great. Great. And did I get that description right briefly about um, Tony Digital? Correct me if I'm wrong, you know. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time I think I think you uh, you're pretty much spot on. Uh, yeah. So really, what Tony Digital is about is uh, we are we call ourselves an insurance as a service provider. Now that's a, a complicated uh, term, so let me uh, untangle that for you. What it essentially means is we enable large corporates who want to launch their own wide label insurance offering to do so in a very quick time frame, um, and um, Tony Digital itself is, uh, we always say, both a tech and an underwriting company. So that means we have our own tech platform, which is really at the core of our business. But we then also have people, actuarial scientists, um, people that really take care of the uh, risk area. I think that's mm -hmm. important to notice. Tony Digital does not have its own insurance license, but we work with external risk areas. And then literally what we give to, to our B2B clients is the entire insurance value chain end-to-end, -end, easy to digest. So that means um, they can either plug in our API endpoints uh, into the existing front-end application. Sometimes they also say, hey, could you do the front-end for us uh, for that we have specific um, partners uh, of ours uh, that then do the, the, the front-end part. Um, but essentially they do not have to do more than uh, giving us the their design, their logos, um, and then it's basically up to, up to them to, to market and dispute, uh, distribute uh, the insurance product to the existing client base. That's in short what uh, Tony Digital is doing. Amazing, thank you. Um, and look, just before we get into it all, I just thought it'd be good you know, uh, to start off with a bit about your journey into the world of specifically InsureTech. You know, you're not traditionally from the space and you've been with Tony Digital since really being founded in 2017, you know, I think it'd be good for the, the audience to hear a little bit, you know, about that journey, how it's been for you. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So I think it's uh, important to note that I'm not originally from the insurance space. Um, by heart, I'm, I'm an engineer uh, with the, let's say, business acumen, uh, but I'm really coming from the tech side of things. Um, and um, yeah, so I think, uh, for myself, uh, it has also been a, quite a surprise that I've ended up uh, in insurance. Um, I've always wanted to do something uh, with cars. Um, basically, when I studied, I said, okay, no, never going to end up in, in, in insurance. Um, and that slightly changed when I uh, then did an internship with a, with a management consultancy company. They asked me, hey, what uh, sector do you find interesting? I told them cars. Um, they came back to me, oh yeah, great, we have a, a spot for you for an automotive insurance company. And I was like, oh my gosh, uh, that's really not what I want to do. But it was really enlightening in terms of, I saw that actually in insurance is a, is a super interesting space. Uh, there is definitely a, a need 
um, uh, for insurance um, by society. Um, and what I was really fascinated by is that there's a lot of change happening driven by technology. Uh, so that is really my personal motivation uh, also for the work that I am doing at Tony Digital, uh, that we have a positive impact um, on the insurance market, on society, really using using technology. Brilliant. No, thank you for that. And I think it's, it's always interesting for me anyway, I'm not traditionally from insurance as well, to just have that different perspective and to kind of, you know, hear a little bit about how that journey has been for, for people that come on the pod not traditionally from the space. And it probably just takes us into the next point nicely around the journey that Tony Digital has been on, you know, went through Series A, went through Series B, Series B at the beginning of the year, I think 12.5 million if my internet sources are correct. You know, the funding landscape was super tough in 2022. We all saw this. You know, could you tell us a bit about the experience that, that you guys had going through that journey, that Series B journey, which you successfully came out the other end of at the beginning of this year? Sure, totally. Um, and I don't want to lie, I think also for us it has been uh, harder uh, than to, to secure the funding, uh, merely based on the, on the overall uh, situation on, on, on the financial market. Um, I think what was really important for us is um, to be able to show... I mean, in the past, investors always have been about growth, 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 right? And, and now, let's say over the last uh, one and a half years, uh, that focus has been shifted for profitability. Uh, so they still want to see growth, but they also want to see um, that, that you are close to profitability or at least have a clear path uh, towards that. So I think um, that was really important um, to convince uh, our investors. Um, of course, it was equally important to convince uh, investors, uh, let's say, of the ingredients uh, that we have, i.e. Uh, a stellar team, um, a, a really rock-solid, state-of-the-art uh, tech platform, um, and, 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 and to, to find investors that, that share uh, your vision, right? that also have a bit of understanding uh, of the insurance market. Um, I think if you talk to investors that, that lack that background, um, it can be sometimes very difficult uh, to, to try and convince them of, of, of your journey. Um, so I think in a nutshell, that, that's our experience. Um, and, uh, and luckily we have been able to found, uh, to, we have been able to find investors uh, that share our vision, um, that, we convince, uh, that we could convince uh, of our uh, track record and also um, about next steps uh, that we take um, to on the one hand grow the portfolio um, significantly, um, and 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 also of our um, let's say path towards profitability. Mm. No, thank you, and um, and it just kind of again brings me on to the next point. You know that the tech convincing investors to invest in a kind of digital lens. Um, of course, you have the business idea there; it fits into the insurance space. But you know, I was quite excited to discuss for me and for the listeners. You know, developing that infrastructure is a insurance um low code no co code cloud based native platform you know it sounds really innovative and um, you know low code no code is like one of the buzzwords of well this year <laughs> um, but you enable large corporations to quickly enter the insurance market through through this this platform you know how do you feel like the low code no code space has evolved for you yeah no i mean you're totally right in terms of it is a buzzword um, which that makes it also, right, uh, coming back to the previous question, even harder 
um, to be to convince investors. You know, they think, oh, you're just yet another startup talking about no code, low code. Uh, maybe even uh, ideally, you, you also use uh, the buzzword AI. Um, yeah. But I think that's also where we set us apart from. We are not just a pure tech player, but we are both tech uh, and an underwriting company. So, so then once you have found investors that understand that difference and that also are appreciative of, of let's say, the entry barriers to, to enter the insurance market, then, you know, it becomes a, you know, then, then it can really uh, start having meaningful, meaningful conversations. Um, and, 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 and that's also then when uh, we were able to convince investors. Um, in terms of no-code, low-code, I mean, yes, uh, really for us, um, our tech platform is at the heart of the business. Um, what sets us apart from, uh, let's say, especially incumbent insurers is based on the business model we have B2B to C. So we have numerous distribution partners, each with their own set of products. We have, for example, car insurance for, for distribution partner number one. And even if we offer car insurance for the, in the same market for a different uh, distribution partner, that might be a totally different product, right? Different pricing, uh, different coverages, uh, et cetera. So then we at Tony Digital, we essentially have to handle this huge matrix of distribution partners and insurance products. Um, and to be able to do that, we, we heavily leverage, let's say fully configurative uh, solutions um, where we also have uh, really advanced uh, no-code solutions that we have built in-house. Having said that, um, yes, it is, uh, it is a buzzword and uh, it's used by a lot of companies. Um, when, when you look under the hood, it, it's not. Um, and I mean, to be clear, right? Also, our platform is not fully no-code based. Uh, we really have some parts that are core. So when it comes to the product configuration, uh, pricing engine is, is really key product rules, business rule engine. So things we have built advanced no-code solutions. Um, now today, uh, let's say uh, one of us can configure a, a product, a new product in a few days um, with the API endpoints being auto-generated, right? So that's, mm -hmm. that's really key because that reduces the time to market dramatically. Um, and at the same time, it then becomes manageable for us because it's not only the time to market that we are reducing, it's also when it comes to changes, adding new fields that then end to end, uh, how they enter the pricing uh, engine, et cetera. This then all becomes really manageable. So it's, it's essentially taking out the developer uh, out of the equation for that. Um, having said that, it's, it's not that our entire platform is, 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 based on, is based on no code, right? So you will always have clients, they always have um, I mean, front-end is, is a perfect example. I think uh, for our clients that are super demanding, it will be close to impossible to come up with a no-code front-end solution because they all have their own design guidelines, et cetera. And, right? so, um, but it is, it is something uh, that we push more and more for. We extend uh, that to other parts of our platform. We have recently launched, um, let's say, a fully configurable solution for the insurance lifecycle pro process. So that means we can now define, for example, okay, renewal takes place with reprice, without reprice. If with reprice, then with what pricing version? And the same goes for other, uh, other version entities. And that makes our life easier and makes our platform a lot more robust, uh, less, less error prone. 
Um, and I think that's that's really um, really the key. Uh, we have similar things, fully configurable invoicing solution. But uh, let's say to say that uh, you have a hundred percent no code solution. Um, there's still some some journey towards that, and there will always be certain things where you need to uh, involve the developer, right? Mm. Not really interesting. I think the with regards to the being fully configurable, you know, uh, customization, scalability, it seems like a super flexible option. Um, I think it's just more of an education piece needed for the wider community on, as you say, the buzzword. We all love a buzzword in tech, you know, what low code, no code is and what it means for businesses. Like you talk about removing the developers there, is it? You know what level of technical expertise is required for these type of platforms does it completely remove the developers because i often hear that it doesn't actually you know it still requires quite a bit of, of heavy lifting yeah yeah um and and that's a fair point right so i think what would be totally unrealistic is that um a b2b client comes to us we just give him access to our platform and he does everything by himself i think that would not be efficient and i think that's also not what the client wants and the setup that we normally do is uh, the, the, we discuss together with the client, okay, what should the product look like? Um, and then one of us will do the configuration, but that person is very experienced, but does not need to have, um, does not need to, to apply coding specific uh, uh, knowledge, right? So I think, I think that's the difference. Um, and, you know, some, some people, I mean, the, 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 there certainly is a is a certain trade-off. Um, in order to make um, a no-code uh, product configurator fully usable for uh, a business person without specific knowledge, without specific background, um, it then brings other disadvantages, uh, right? It's uh, so it's a, a certain trade-off uh, you have. Uh, I think for us at Tony Digital, we have solved it by saying we Tony Digital do the product configuration for for you. But uh, having said that, we can do so in an extremely efficient uh, uh, and 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 quickly uh, and, and and quick way, right? Mm. So you might have already <clears throat> kind of answered that in that question, but I think as you touched on with the the platforms, kind of modern product architecture and open API, you know, is, is there kind of in a you know sentence or two what what is unique and, and kind of sets you apart regarding that low code no code offering? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it is what really sets us apart. I mean, there are, you know, especially if you go to insurance uh, conferences these days, you find there are a lot of tech players out there. Um, I think what sets us really apart is, is also driven by, by, the, by the main uh, activity that we do, namely insurance as a service. So if you think about our clients, those big corporates, they need a fully integrated solution that they can uh, go live in a short time frame. Which means if you look at, uh, I mean, you, you have a lot of providers of, of core insurance platforms, right? Um, and then if you, if you look at, okay, you take that platform and you want to go live. Um, what that means is, okay, the product configuration, uh, I'd say we're better maybe, I mean, they're not far off, right? So small differences. But when it then comes also to reporting, to how you invoice, to a document solution, um, then quite often what you find is that if you take the standard tech players, they will say, oh yeah, here you need to do that or you need to find uh, um, uh, an integration partner. Um, 
if you go to some of the, the, the big core insurance platform providers, they even tell you, oh yeah, uh, maybe you first need to hire PwC, they take up your requirements, you know, mm -hmm. and then you're all of a sudden talking process of like uh, at least half a year to, to a year and, 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 and longer often. And that I think really um, shows that those platforms are not that easy for the end client, for the B2B client to use um, in terms of they are not providing the out of the box holistic insurance value chain, right? So I think yeah. because we have started off offering the entire end-to-end -end insurance value chain to our partners, um, this is also what, what new partners get from us. Um, and that is with invoicing integrated, with the advanced reporting solutions integrated, that where uh, how we take care um, of satisfying the needs of the uh, insurance risk carrier. So I think, in, in short, I think the, the completeness of our solution, um, um, that is really what sets us apart. Yeah, no, amazing. Thank you. And you know, one thing I wanted to kind of move on to next which i think again just ties into bringing together that business side and technology side of a business and insurance is, is culture you know it's one thing we talk about a lot in this podcast between the, the kind of culture that tony digital have created you know got a great blend of both insurance professionals as you say and and, and tech professionals all from different backgrounds and all fully distributed across europe you know there is a culture of going fast in startups you guys are young um, how, do, how do you maintain that culture when you're growing fast and rapidly and what steps do you put in place or can you put in place to, to protect the culture? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think, I mean, you're, you're totally right, right? I mean, culture is a very central piece uh, of our company's success. Um, I think it's, it's really important that we um, have, as a company, we have this vision um, how we leverage technology to, to then realize our uh, our business vision, um, our ambitious growth targets. Um, and you're totally right, it, it is important that uh, new members uh, become familiar with that, uh, with that as, uh, atmosphere and, uh, and culture. Um, so I think what, I mean, first of all, let's, let's talk about what our culture uh, is, right? What are the characteristics of our culture? Um, and I think on the one hand, it's yes, we do have structures and processes in place, uh, but it's also about giving the individual freedom um, that they can come up with their own suggestions and uh, really have an impact, right? I think that is, uh, that, that is what we have found that um, a lot of our employees are really uh, driven by the, by the fact that they can feel their impact. Um, so it's not like, uh, um, you know, like as a startup, of course, we are not able to pay, pay top-notch top uh, salaries. Um, and now you might say, okay, potential employees are attracted by, I mean, if, they, if you pay them less to work less, but what we found is actually it's, it's the opposite way around. Uh, what young people, at least the ones we are looking for, are interested in is to have impact. And this is what they will not be able to find at, at large incumbent insurers or, or very, uh, you know, very rarely. Um, and we give them that flexibility, that freedom. Um, but at the same time, we are very demanding in terms of, we want to see if we give them that freedom that they can handle that in a responsible way and that they can have impact um, and, and positive results for us as the company. But if, you, if you've managed to find those, uh, those talents, um, then that is really what they are, what they are driven by. Um, because 
Uh, I mean, a lot of us, uh, you know, come from other companies, big corporates, taking taking a paycheck um, cuts um, that they basically exchange for for this freedom uh, to have impact, for this flexibility, for the uh, possibility to have impact. Um, so I think that's that's really one of our um, big uh, core values of our culture. Um, of course, we also pay a lot of attention to the emo emotional state of the of the individual. Try to have a really good working atmosphere. Let's say constructive, positive. Uh, always trying to be positive. If there are issues, uh, try to co to overcome them as a team. Um, and of course, also um, a, a culture of celebrating success. You know, I think that is that is really important. So, for example, um, if we give an employee, let's say, a huge challenge. If he manages to 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 do that successfully, then uh, he will uh, that will be uh, applauded by uh, as as part of our team. So the, uh, I think that is really what what makes our our culture at Tony Digital. Um, and then about your question, how do we ensure that we can maintain that culture? Um, yeah. I think team events are an important aspect. Uh, onboarding of new employees uh, are an important aspect. Um, and I think also just to live that culture. Uh, and to let them experience their culture is probably the best way um, how new employees uh, get familiar with that, right? Mm. Yeah, no. Um, and I think as well, it's probably useful when we talk about that, you know, hiring, onboarding young, you know, talent into Tony Digital and into the insurance space, you know. It's one thing I've thought of as I've now, you know, I'm three months into the space, like how important is domain expertise within insurance tech stacks, you know, when you're hiring for developers, you know, is it, do you feel like it's super important or is it about bringing that kind of fresh perspective in? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, I mean, I think in general, of course, you need to have both within the company, right? Now, myself uh, as a CTO, um, I have never worked, I mean, apart from this uh, short internship in the insurance domain, um, uh, beforehand, um, but still, I would say that I managed very um, well to to understand what insurance technology platforms are about in a in a rather short time frame. Um, so I think it's um, especially for our tech people, it's it's not a must, uh, and quite often it's actually appreciated um, if they have not worked for, let's say, the classical insurance world, because um, let's say. Our tech platform is about state of the art, and that is, yes, it is cloud-based, yes, it is microservice-based, but it's really about finding developers that are that are looking always to continuously try out new technologies in order to stay at the forefront. If you take developers that have worked for incumbent insurers, then quite often those are not state of the art technologists, right? Um, so, uh, I mean, we do get a lot of uh, applications. From, from the incumbents. Um, and quite often what we find is, uh, um, you know, then for three years, they were responsible for a very short uh, piece of the platform. They are not necessarily familiar with the latest tech stack. Um, and then we just have to say that that's not uh, a, a fit for us. Having said that, there are people uh, from incumbents that we are, you know, very interested in and, and, uh, and, and, and where, do, where you do have this match. Um, but uh, I mean, to come back to your question, I think, Having, having insurance background is, is not a must, but you need to have the willingness um, and interest. You need to have an interest in fintech and in insurance 
uh, and you need to have the willingness to to become familiar with the uh, very business heavy uh, processes. Um, so I think for us, for us, the ideal developer is someone that is um, familiar with the state of the art tech um, and at the same time loves complexity, right? Because insurance at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's insurance is complex, especially because, you know, all those modules processes are heavily intertwined. Um, and essentially what we are doing with our tech platform is uh, uh, taking that complexity um, and uh, making it simple, mm. making yeah, no, it simple to manage. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting perspective. I mean, as a recruiter, I constantly speak to engineers that are, you know, asking me questions around the insurance space and those that have previously been in the insurance space and can always get the, the preference that's more towards insurance domain rather than like technology stacks or technologies worked with. And as you say, that willingness to, um, to want to continue in this space because I think just brings one to my next point. You know, when we talk about engineers wanting to work in fast, innovative, exciting spaces, you know, it's it's all about shipping things fast. And, you know, when you go through being a venture backed business, like, you know, most are in the insure tech space, where do you think the, the different demands are? So you have an engineering team that's you know, all about speed and then you maybe have the the insurance side that's all about risk and quality like when you're trying to scale and get a product out where are the compromises you know how do you keep your engineering happy how do you keep the, the stakeholders you know how do you where are the compromises and how do you overcome these challenges yeah yeah um great question i think the solution to that is uh what makes a company successful or not <laughs> um mm. you know um mm. i think I mean, concretely, right? I mean, in the in the last years, we have we have dedicated a lot of uh, development resources towards making that process of configuring products uh, and launching uh, and being able to launch a solution in a short time frame our top priority. Um, and with this, on the one hand, um, we kept the engineering team. I mean, they were really satisfied because they could see. I mean, on the one hand, it's a it's a super interesting from technology technology perspective super challenging and interesting um, a task. Um, mm. Now, the business side, they were actually really happy about this. I mean, it's not that they demanded, but we were like, hey, look guys, this is what we can give you. And oh, by the way, now you can uh, launch products a lot quicker. So you can imagine that our business people, uh, they were of course extremely happy about this because they can do more sales. <laughs> um, and at the same time, uh, VCs clear, uh, our investors were also happy because they could see, okay, now, uh, let's say the cost of bringing live a new partner, new uh, insurance program is, is is reduced. So I think it's it's finding solutions like that. But then of course there are other things. Um, let's talk, for example, compliance, security, right? Um, yeah. It's these are, are just a must, um, and I think there it's hard to um, it's hard to sell those, um, but it is clear like within our investors, within our business unit, it is clear that those are must have. Um, and actually like our B2B partners, right? I mean, they are, these are big companies. So they are looking for, for a secure uh, solution. So, so there again, we try to bring that in uh, actually as a sales argument um, in order to have a win-win solution, um, a win-win uh, situation. Nice. Nice. So you keep everyone happy then. 
trying trying my best to um <laughs> trying my best to uh, but i mean of course sometimes you need to make you need to make compromises and uh, yeah. you need to slow down your business team and and say hey look guys uh now you want this and that solution um the time frame that you have and especially if those are let's say insurance solutions out of uh, the standard context right out of the so so standard context we are really good at if they then come up with insurance solutions um which are completely uh, different um either you know there's going to be a discussion of hey look this is not this is going to be to be difficult uh, to combine with our core um core strategy or a core focus um or it's about look we can do it but we need more time in order to do it in a proper uh, and 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 scalable manner um and i think you know the same goes for um process let's call it process uh, individualization um so of course you know we also have an operations team working with our platform we have partners um, and then at some point they end up oh here i would like this to happen and oh here let's send out an email to the client if that happens and you know normally this is all all those things are let's say hard coded uh, by developers and and then of course it's clear it's, it's not going to be uh, a, a scalable solution uh, so that we we for example took as an incentive um, and we sat down with our business team and said hey look um, let's push all of those things back for a few months let's sit down um, implement a, a fully configurable business process management tool uh, and then with this we can actually um, fulfill your requests in a scalable way such that we can easily test them uh, you know that they are less error prone etc but you will have to wait uh, for a few months. Um, and then I think, you know, understanding um, and trying to explain that to the business unit is, is, is really half, um, half the, uh, the rent uh, on, on, on bringing the teams together. Amazing. Well, look, I think um, that whole piece there that we finished on, it's just, it's just a great way to, to end it. And um, I'm conscious of your time as well, but, you know, thank you for coming on, Alex. It's been, uh, it's been great to have you on. Thanks a lot for the uh, for inviting me. It has been a great honor and uh, really enjoyed our chat, Gavin. Brilliant. Thank you. Cheers, Alex. Thanks, Gavin.